Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, Project Status Reporting Simple Feedback. Part two, here we go. You mentioned the point I said praise and hammer and feedback, right? Let's separate those. When we say feedback here, folks, and this is what I alluded to earlier about whether you know the model or not, we really do mean the manager tools feedback model. Four parts. Hey, can I give some feedback? When you do X, here's what happens. Thanks. Or, hey, can I give some feedback? When you do X, here's what happens. Can you change that? That's all. Dudes, it's 10 seconds. If you come to one of our conferences, you'll see me do it over and over again, five, six seconds long. Fast, fast, fast. Way better. Way less stressful. You don't want a five-minute conversation. I promise you. You want to address it when it's small. Yeah, five or 10-minute conversation, that's hammering. They yeah. perceive it as hammering. It doesn't matter whether you're smiling well, or not. Well, if it's negative, yeah. It's five to 10 minutes if it's negative, but it's only 30 seconds if it's positive. Right. And right. The managers twisting themselves in knots trying to, I don't want to attack you, but I need you to know I need to change the behavior. Folks, I got to tell you something. If you're listening, if you're a manager, your directs understand the difference between themselves and their work. If you have a direct who says to you or implies to you that when you attack my work, you attack me, first of all, they're wrong. It's not true. And you can give them feedback about their response, but that's a whole nother cast. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, so there's a difference between praise and punishment and feedback. We're not recommending you just praise or you just punish. And if you don't know, if you can't recite what the feedback model is right now in your head, and you think praise and punishment and feedback are all the same thing, this cast is going to go over your head and just save yourself some time. Read Fortune Magazine, read the journal, turn on the music. Hopefully it's good, Buffett or Springsteen or something like that. Please don't send me emails about my music choices. Somebody sent me something recently and said I wasn't being inclusive enough. I'm like, wow, I'm just, I just know what I know. I like listening to Margaritaville. So look, if you don't know what we mean here, go listen to the cast about feedback. Go to the basic section of the website and scroll down and you'll find a bunch of casts about feedback. It's a very specific way to talk about things in the same way that almost everything that's done really well in your organization is done a specific way. Almost everything that is done well in your organization is probably done a specific way. And the best organizations in the world are clear about feedback. So figure out a way to do it, and we have a way for you. may not be the only way, but it's a way that we know works. And look, you know, everybody's worried about the guy who does great work but then doesn't communicate well. And so would you hammer him? No, we wouldn't hammer him. We would give him – we'd still give him positive feedback perhaps about his being on time or delivering, but we'd also give him negative feedback about communicating it better. But what about that guy who struggles? Well, let me ask you something, folks. What's worse? A guy who struggles but is candid about it, and they may not be that prevalent, or a guy who is missing deadlines and hiding it. You know what it is, right? It's the guy who hides stuff. You're not going to magically get the guy who's hiding stuff to be a great producer and a great communicator in one fell swoop, even if you mutter about doing just that pretty regularly. You, you can't. You're not going to be able to do it. Communication, I mean, his hiding is separate from his performance. Okay, what about the guy who's not, who is good, but he's not a good communicator, but he delivers? Don't you want him to be better as a communicator? I got to tell you, this one is the one that actually scares me more. 
yeah, you want the guy to be a better communicator, but people seem to think that if he's good technically or she's good technically, yeah, you know, people will forgive him and he'll get promoted. No, 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 no. This is crazy. This is one of your best performers and he or she has a problem communicating, which is going to be increasingly important as they rise throughout the organization. And you're not going to give them feedback about their communication skills and therefore limit their ability to grow in the organization. Ah. Yes. Just just shoot yes, yourself. Yes, please. what you said, what you said, right? You know what happens is some manager has some tech person, some bright person with a specific skill. They do well, but they're a poor communicator about it. That manager promotes them and they wonder why that person does poor as a manager. And then the manager wonder why his career stalls as well. Mm. Like, dude, mm. that's like, there's a rule. There's a rule that people like you don't do well. I don't know if you know it. You're actually, there's a poster of you, everybody else in the world, and it's got you on it. And it says, not a good manager. And like, wait, I got my guy promoted. He's good. I said, yeah, you got him promoted. And you didn't tell him that communication skills were more important than technical skills in the next 10 years of his career. And then relationships were going to be more important after that. And you fed him to the wolves. But gosh, they didn't tell me that. I, 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 Suddenly, everything becomes incoherent. It's really, yeah. Don't underestimate it, folks. Communication matters. And poor communication skills will hamper anybody's careers. It will. And you know what? There's probably 2% of you, maybe even 5% of you out there who are listening going, that's okay. I've got a trump card. And the trump card is, I'm Bill Gates, right? I'm just that smart. I got to tell you something, folks. We see that a lot. We see it a lot. Young people who say, I'm really smart and I'm going to get there just on my ability. And Mike will tell you stories about me when I was early in my career in the Army going, you really poked your finger in a lot of people's eyes years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Folks, give me a call. I'll tell you all about it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to email Mike and not me. But look, guys. Okay. I had two things going for me. One was results and two was results. And actually, the third thing I had going for me was a couple of senior people who took me aside and said, you know, if you tone it down 10%, your results would get you a lot more because the only reason you're not getting getting doing more is because sometimes people don't like working for you because you act as if you know you're going to get the right answer. And I said, and I stupidly said. I know what you said. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. But I do. I, I'm sorry, but I Of course do. you'd say that. Of uh, course he, you would. And, and of course he said, yes. And by the way, that was the first time, Colonel Texer was the first time I ever heard Napoleon's quote. He did not say it in French. And he said, every soldier has a marshal's baton in his knapsack. And then he quoted David Ogilvy. His David Ogilvy followed up by saying, but you shouldn't let it stick out too much, horse. I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he said, you need to be nice to some people along the way so they don't hate you on the way up. And and that's really, it was almost funny that my career improved after I left because he was kind enough to tell me stuff that I was doing stupidly. And boy, let me tell you folks, there's nobody listening to this cast who's done more stupid stuff than me early in their career. <laughs> yeah. And, and so folks, you be the same person for for somebody else. You be the person that takes a great performer That's and right. makes them Good better point, yeah. by sharing those kind of things. Because it'd been very easy for our well, Colonel T wouldn't do it, of course, but it'd be easy for others to say, Oh, he's really, really good. So we're not going to address these small things that might be an issue later. Yeah. No, address yeah. it. Do your folks a favor and tell them what they're doing wrong. Yeah. Folks don't tell us that you don't care that you're a specialist, that your team are specialists. You work in an organization. The organization benefits you enormously. 
your individual work is worthless to the organization, meaning you wouldn't get paid if you think about the, the, the value equation of work worth you give to the company and so on. Your individual work is worthless to the organization without communication about your work. If your work is done, but no one knows and no one can leverage it, it provides no value for the organization and that means you don't get paid. Okay. One of the accommodations you make for working in an organization and by the way, an accommodation they make for you is they give you a desk, usually. That desk doesn't help their bottom line. Yeah, they can write off the cost of the desk, but it doesn't make it more profitable to give you a desk. But one of the accommodations you make for working in an organization is communicating with others about the work that you do professionally, candidly, and promptly. If you're not willing to do that, if you find that to be beneath you, you need to, you need to start your own company. And by the way, the moment you do that, you're going to start having a lot of bosses. They're going to be called customers and you're going to suddenly discover, I'd kind of like to go back to having one boss. Uh, It's much harder to do. Yeah. We build this cast, Mike, on a fundamental principle that's not obvious to people, which is work done without communication is not done. And you're obligated to communicate about it in a way that benefits the organization. And if you're a manager, that means, folks, you got to teach your people. Now, I'm going to go through some examples here. But I'm going to give you a simple out. And I don't think I've ever done this before in six plus years doing, doing manager tools guidance. Okay. I'm going to give you a simple out. If you don't want to give feedback this way after somebody's given you bad status, but they've given it to you in a good way, that's the first example we're going to use. You can choose to say, when somebody says, I'm red, you could put away the positive feedback about the communication of the status. And you could just say, hey, let's talk about that. Let's see what we can do. Let me see if I can help. And then later, for instance, in your one-on-one, if you're smart enough to be doing that, and I suspect most of you are if you're listening, you could say to them separately, hey, can I give you some feedback? You know, when you told me you were red, it came across really professionally. You could separate it if you want, okay? Mm. You could address the redness first and then later in a one-on-one or some other time, make a point of giving positive feedback about the way they communicated. We're going to do the hard thing here and we're going to tell you, I've done it this way. I know hundreds of other managers have done it this way and it works, but you can separate the redness and you don't have to give negative feedback about redness if you don't want. You can just try to help them solve their problem, but you can still give positive positive communications feedback later if you want, but we're going to do it together. So let's do this. So, So Mike, will you play... Mike, you be Bob. Or you want to be Mike? You just be Mike. I'll be Mike. Right? <laughs> okay. And you be Mike. Yeah, you be Mike. Let's see if you can role play Mike. <laughs> okay. Do some method acting for us. I mean, you don't you don't have anything on there where I'm actually read to you because otherwise it'd be really hard to play me. Um <laughs> yeah. no, of course not. Of course not. Actually, we'll go into we'll go into fantasy pretend land right now. There you go, please. Because I don't think the entire time I've known you, no project you've ever been responsible for has ever been read. Oh wait. Let me take that. Oh, wait. Uh, Maybe there are a couple. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to check. We'll get back to you, folks. Uh, we'll have our statistician get back to us on this <laughs> during, the, during the broadcast. But let's assume something. I've just asked for status, and Mike has replied to me with status. And okay. by the way, red status. Okay? And I say to him, Mike, can I share something with you? Sure. Before we get busy, can I share something with you? Yeah. When you answer my status questions with an actual status, even when it's red – I just want to tell you it impresses me. Thanks a lot. Gosh. Okay. Yeah, I kind of surprised you there. So let me get let's do let's do a few more. Let's just yeah. So hey Mike, can I give some feedback? Sure. Dude, if you're not ready, it's all good. We can do it later. No, no, no. Yeah. No, give it to me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
So, Mike, when you give me status immediately when I ask, whether it's red or amber green, it really makes things easier for me. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, let's do it again. Can I give some feedback? Sure. Or let's just, let, me, let me use a different phrasing. Okay. Um, hey, Mike, can I, can I make a comment? Sure. Go ahead. You know, when you quickly give me status and not stories, it's awesome. Thanks, man. Wow. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, you're probably going where. Now, now let's let's twist it up a little bit, though. Remember that the project manager feedback model is really kind of the peer feedback model. You don't have to ask first. So let's do that one. I ask you for status, and you gave me status, even if it was red. And I say, hey, Mike, I, again, folks, this is feedback, but it's not the four-step feedback model. It's the project manager peer feedback model, okay? Hey, Mike, I don't know if you know it or not, but when you answer my status questions with status, I know that sounds funny, but when you actually answer my status questions with status, it totally comes across professionally. Thanks, dude. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Glad I can help. My pleasure. Yeah. Okay, let's do one more. Let's go back to me being just a regular manager, right? Mike, can I make an observation for you? Absolutely. Yeah. When you answer a status question directly with status and when you actually tell me red, amber, green, especially when you're red, which just is a gutsy yeah, call. Yeah. It's pretty cool, dude. It's pretty cool. I just want to tell you, you're, the first thing you're going to hear from me is thanks. So I appreciate it. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's not, not rocket science, folks. Let's do one more, Mike. And, and this time, remember how at the conference we we show how when a guy's late to a meeting in the example – but he comes up with a great idea. You give him positive feedback first about the great idea rather than hammering him for being late. Mm -hmm. Right? Because if you, if you give a guy negative feedback about being late when he had a great idea, he's going to say to you, why are you picking on my yeah, lateness? Exactly. I had a great idea. Exactly. So in the last example, right, I'm going to give you positive feedback and I want you to respond the way so many people do. Because remember now, we're talking about giving positive feedback just after Mike has told me he's read. And I'm going to give him positive feedback because he answered with a status. And Mike, if you if you if you look, you, you'll see that the, the example here is. Yeah, I got you. It's actually good, folks. Trust me, you don't want to start with hammering somebody or even giving negative feedback for status if they've communicated what you want because you want everybody who works for you to feel that they will be appreciated and respected for being candid. Okay, so let's do one more, Mike. Hey, Mike, can I make an observation about something? Yeah, I would love it. Yeah, so, dude, when you answer a status question with a status, especially when it's red, which is just a gutsy call a lot of people don't do, it's pretty cool. And I just want to say thanks. Wow. I kind of thought you were going to give me crap about missing the date. Well, dude, I, yeah, okay, well, yeah, you missed the date, but I trust you. I mean, so let's talk. What date can you meet? By the way, when I wrote this, Mike, by the way, I just, I just want to admit it. For those of you who are listening, some of you know this. I was rubbing my hands together really fast, the way Eldon, our friend Eldon Schaefer does when he's getting excited about starting on something. Just the idea that somebody's read on something, but we find a positive. And, and you may think this is pop psychology, folks, but it's not. I've been doing this for years. When somebody's late on a project, and I know that's what's important, but they communicated clearly and crisply, in part because we ask for it. Hey, what's your status? As opposed to, hey, how it's going. And you say, hey, when you, you know, when you answer with status, it's just a professional thing to do. I just want to say thanks. And the person says back, oh, dude, I was so thinking you're going to nail me for the status thing, for for being red. I just want to rub my hands together because I feel like I, this is going to sound very Machiavellian, but I'm doing this just to be funny, guys. Promise, this is a joke. I feel like. <laughs> 
the spider who's saying, come into my parlor, said the spider to the fly, right? When we recommend you give positive feedback, we're not trying to trap anybody. We expect you to be genuine and say, thank you for being candid enough to admit you're red or you're amber even. Folks, if you have the show notes, you'll notice that he didn't go on in the, in the show notes to ask you, hey, let's talk about the red status. But <laughs> you being you, you immediately jumped on the opportunity and not in a bad way, Right. You tell oh, you, you gave yeah. me some you gave me some positive feedback. I acknowledge, hey, look, there's some there's something bad here. That's right? you. But I was chuckling about exactly it. I was right. in a good mood. You gave me the positive feedback, yep. and by my response, you immediately knew that it was okay to talk a little bit more about me being red. Yeah. Right? right. And I guarantee you that is a much better conversation than if you'd start off talking about being red. I would have immediately been defensive, right? And that's not what you yeah. want. In fact, if you've got people who have learned how to communicate about status, and the moment they give you a red status, you say, can I give you some feedback? When you give me a red status, I don't like it. They're going to start saying fine. Yeah, exactly. You've got to get them over the habit of using fine as a defensive shield, even after you've changed your behavior and you're asking specifically about status. And then at some point, the culture will change and it will be we don't fib about things. Look, I'll give you an example of a culture in your organization that most people will agree that some people won't. If somebody asks you what time it is, you don't look at the clock and fudge. The time is the time. <laughs> and now with cell phones and digital devices, everybody knows what the time is within a minute. So there's a culture that if somebody asks you the time, you don't say it's between 10 and 11. You say it's 1054 or it's 5 till. So it's the same thing. When we talk about time, we're precise because time is carefully measured. Well, trust me, folks, projects are carefully measured. Status is a way to talk about the time of projects. And you just need to help your people change the culture by rewarding the right communication. I say rewarding. It's an oversimplification. By giving positive feedback about the right communication. And when people know that they respect that you respect them for talking in a professional way, they will talk more often in a professional way, including about things that aren't going well, and they won't try to hide them after the word fine. And if something's not going well, you want to know it. So, yeah. So let's talk about the other side of the scenario here, which is giving negative feedback for non-status responses. So somebody's green, but they didn't give you a proper status, and then you're going to give them negative feedback. Because, of course, the communication is yeah. as important as the fact that they're green. Yeah, it's, this is funny, because I almost paused when I was thinking about this one, because I thought... I know this works, but I thought there'd be people out there who goes, you mean to tell me that somebody's going to be asked for status and they're green and they're not going to say green? And the answer is, folks, I can assure you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> people have ingrained themselves. Frankly, managers have been asking the wrong questions for so long about project status that people ha have learned that the answer of fine is not related to the question and they will continue to say fine even when the question changes. It's literally a, a joke that all projects are fine. It is. Oh, we're fine. Give me status. Oh, we're fine. If somebody says, give me status, an executive or a manager, there are people, I'd be willing to bet 30 to 40% of the people listening to the audience, they wouldn't say just the word fine. They'd say, oh, we're fine. And that's a way of saying it's not perfect. We've got some ambers and maybe some red, but I'm not going to tell you what status is. I'm going to tell you about my level of confidence for the change in status that I need to lead, and I'm going to do that. Well, we didn't ask that. 
And frankly, the moment we think you don't have the confidence to get us out of that status, we're going to find somebody else to do your job. But we've taught people that. And this is a classic case where don't beat your folks up because they're saying the word fine or something else, something vague. We've taught them. Or if you haven't taught them, some other manager. Remember, you're managing the people who have been managed by everybody else in their previous life. And I've said it before, the worst the worst thing that can happen to a young person in the world or a beginning professional is to have a really crappy first boss because they learn all kinds of bad, bad, bad things. And then they think that's who bosses are. Exactly. It's the first one and it scares them and they develop emotional habits, emotionally ingrained habits that, that aren't helpful for the rest of their career. So I'm sorry, that was a little sigh. I apologize for that. Dudes, I totally hear you when you say, Mark, this doesn't make sense. We just shared focusing on the positive, right? So why then would we give negative feedback for somebody who's green? And I mean, you're right to push back a little bit. At first, this is normal what you're thinking, okay? Yeah, I want to get communication right, but dude, (laughs) status matters. And you're right after a fashion. But look, if we're going to give negative feedback about non-status responses, in other words, I asked Mike, what's your status on Project X? And he says, well, we're good. Everything should be fine, blah, 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 right? It's better for me to do that after I find out he has good status. Now, to some degree, we're doing the cheater on both the, you know, two corners of the, the two-by-two matrix here. You wouldn't have to give positive feedback first. If someone is red and telling you a story, that's two negative feedback opportunities. And I'm not saying you have to give both at the time. You can give one or the other. But I would suggest to you that you do one thing at a time. You focus on communication until everybody learns how to communicate. And then periodically reinforce that with positive feedback or negative feedback if somebody strays, while at the same time giving negative or positive feedback about red or about green. So I'll say it this way. If somebody says, oh, we're fine, you don't give negative feedback at that moment about them being fine necessarily. You say, well, help me understand the the fine a little bit more. Oh, we're green. Oh, okay. Well, that's awesome. Hey, can I give some feedback? When you're green, that rocks. Thanks, dude. Oh, cool. Thanks. Hey, can I give you some more feedback? Yeah. When you tell me you're fine, when in fact you're green, it's really not an answer to my question. Can you change that for me? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you absolutely can give positive feedback for being green, followed by the negative feedback about communication, about improving their communication. But let, let's let's use a couple of examples. What do you say? Good, yeah, that makes it easy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Can All I be right, me so again? You're going to be. You're, you're going to be Mike again. Okay. You're Mike. You're going to inhabit the role. You need a you need a minute to get it around you. I mean, get get comfortable. I got what it. Is I got What's it. your center? What's your core? What? Who? You know? Who are you? What motivates you? What inspires you, Mike? I mean, get get that in your head. I'm doing my my uh, facial expression uh, exercises <laughs> to get my my face done. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. All right. Good. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Dude, your face has never been limber in your life. <laughs> I'm the one with the rubber face. Me and Maggie, not you. Okay. So I say, hey, dude, what's your status on the log docs? Oh, feel, feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, cool. Are you, are you saying you're green? Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. You're green? No, green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. So can, I give, so can I give you some feedback? Sure. And when you're green, it's awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. 
Yeah. Hey, can I give you a little more feedback if you don't mind? Yeah, sure. When you tell me how you're feeling rather than status, it just takes longer. Oh. Can you yeah. do that better next time? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, dude. Awesome. Now, some of you are listening. Maybe you know the cat, maybe you know the feedback cast because you've listened to the basics, but you've not listened to a lot more. And you might be thinking, I thought Mark and Mike were both West Pointers are sounding pretty casual about this. He used the word dude. And I checked my professional vocabulary and dude, dude is, is not, not in, in it. There. Particularly, particularly the way dude, Mark says dude with three U's in it. Yeah. yeah, folks, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah, in fact, from now on, the feedback model will change and you will say dude. Now, folks, please, you don't have to say the word dude ever in your life. I grew up in California. I grew up saying it. I, I spent time in Hawaii. I'm a surfer and a volleyball player. I like the word dude. And by the way, ladies, it's gender neutral. I've said that before. The point is, you can use relaxed language as a boss. You may not choose to personally, and we will respect that. But my point here is when you send a message about what's important in your organization, you don't have to be strident or forceful or correct or vertical or stiff when you do it. You don't have to promulgate rules. You can inspire effectiveness. And the number of people who have said to us at conferences, perhaps the biggest thing, I mean, if I had to pick the one thing that surprises people at conferences is the extent to which we say, be relaxed, be comfortable, be yourself when you deliver feedback and don't make it boss to subordinate, make it, hey, I want to help you, casualness, quickness, politeness, friendliness, rather than can you come into my office and sit down, we need to talk about something. So I don't want you to stress on the dude part too much, but generally speaking, when I give negative feedback, Mike taught me this a number of years ago, I try very hard to chuckle or be relaxed when I do it because I know I have a sign in my forehead that says I'm your boss and I could fire you. And so I have to work against that. There's a TV commercial out right now where Phil Jackson is the Zen master, the the coach of the Lakers and the coach of the Bulls. And he, at one point he says in the discussion, you know, I have found that anger is the enemy of instruction, which by the way, those of you who've been with us in the beginning, you know that I've violated that sometimes. And what we've discovered is having a tone of voice that says I'm angry scares your directs. So if you're going to give negative feedback, do your best to soften it. You don't have to be a clown. But you can talk the way you would to a friend rather than talking down to a subordinate who is in, quote, trouble, unquote. So you want to do another one, Mike? Just sure. one yeah, more absolutely. before we finish? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Mike, can you give me status on the, on the tolerance numbers I asked you for? Yeah, doing good, boss. Real good. Oh, good. That's good. Well, is that good like green? Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> so you're green. Good. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's good. And, and dude, can I make a small point? Yeah, sure. When you don't give me status right away, it worries me a little bit. And mm. and no offense, but probably other PMs too. I always think I'm about to get a story when I don't hear the actual status first. And that usually means it's not green. I'm glad it was this time, but just saying, will you think about that for next time? Sure. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. Yeah, cool. No worries. If we get it wrong again, it's no big deal. It's just feedback. Feedback's cool. not a big deal. Yeah. Got it. That's it, folks. Casual, relaxed. Trying to separate the communication of status from the status itself. If you want your people to get promoted and you're in a project-heavy world, the people who 
communicate effectively about projects, talk about status. They don't tell stories. They don't try to cover things up. If you hear a story, I promise you every executive in the room with you is thinking, bullcrap. This guy is red or he's amber or he's got resource issues or he's behind and he's just making it sound good. If you're in trouble, say so emphatically. What did Dale Carnegie said? When you make a mistake, admit it immediately and emphatically. Right? Just do it. Just get just be honest about it. You you've seen it, folks. You've seen these politicians get asked point blank questions. And all anybody needs them to do is to say, I was wrong, I made a mistake, I apologize. But they don't. They wrap themselves into knots. Don't do it. Okay. When you get asked for status, say status. And as a manager, teach your people to do it. And the way you do that is ask for what you want. Teach your people that status is what you're asking about by saying, what is your status? Not how's it going? And then give that positive feedback when people respond with status, even if it's red, and be willing to give negative feedback, even if somebody's green, if they obfuscate a little bit on the front end. We as managers and project managers too, have really created the problem of not learning about status when we want it. Right? We've created the problem. Let's admit it. Okay, But it's ours to change. So lucky us. Once we learn how to start asking for it a more effective way, we ought to encourage what we want. And frankly, we ought to discourage what we don't want. And that's what feedback's all about. That's it. Awesome. Thanks, my friend. That's great. My pleasure, partner. All right. A lot of fun. We'll see you. Thanks, everyone. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you all next week. Meantime, have a great one. So long. <laughs>